Hey, everybody, it's John. And thanks to everybody who helps us out every week by going to patreon.com slash steal this beer and throwing a couple of bucks away so that we can mail beers to our guests and have some fun conversations resulting from that. So uh, if you're not already, go check it out. It's patreon.com slash steal this beer. Uh, as Cass says, a little bit goes a long way and we appreciate the support. Now, here come the sirens. Steal This Beer, a candid weekly discussion about beer, over beer, by a couple of guys that think about beer way too much. Hey y'all, it's five o'clock on Monday and we are stealing beers. I'm Augie Carton. I'm John Hall. Thank goodness D. John I'm back. Hall. D. John. So John, hey John you Hall, went, you went to somebody's wedding anniversary in Munich. Is that what happened? I, what, I what did. Happened? I should point yeah. out Ken, Kennedy's here. Cass is here. The Where gang's all here. This this feels this feels right. This feels good. It's nice to it's nice to be back. I had uh, I had some travel to to Germany, and then I had some family stuff uh, come up. So I feel like I haven't been on the show in I don't know months. Well, the um, show feels like you haven't been on the show in months. <laughs> I like I that you guys. I like that you guys uh, struggle to survive uh, without me. But it's we're uh, nothing it, without you. It's, it's, it's nice to we're be nothing back. without you, or at least um, I'm nothing without you. And without you, I'm kind of everything. So without I do, you, we, we I do like the text that I get from folks who listen, who are also friends of mine. Who's like, you're going to be back sometime soon. Augie's struggling. It's like <laughs> I, I've been struggling. So the worst part was we did one that you were supposed to be on. Right. And where then, I was yeah, like we had a family thing. Yeah. Wickedly hungover. And then you had to help out some family stuff. So I, who was planning not to carry my own weight when I thought you were along, <laughs> was really fucked. Sure. Uh, come the time. Anyway, um, so let's steal some beer, I guess. So this one is a letters and catching up, but I want to hear. So I think we talked about it on the show. I was actually a little upset you went to Oktoberfest without me, mostly because I've always wanted to go to Oktoberfest, but all three of you who've traveled for different reasons with me know that I had a certain amount of value in traveling, which is a willingness to do anything at any time for any reason at any expense or value and a complete unwillingness to plan a single minute of anything ever. So sure. I need that other half of my travel partner in all situations. Like I always ride my bikes with Tom. I always go to right. Brewfest with John Hall. Yeah. But I've never made it anywhere near Munich. And Munich's one of those, like, it's like visiting Tokyo. Like I know I need to do it. I know all the food's amazing there, but I need some local I trust to be like, and then you'll do this and then you'll do this. Yes. So the fact that you planned this without me broke my heart, made me a little sad. It might have left to a couple bad episodes as a result. So that's on you, John Hall. Boy, it's the butterfly effect, huh? Um yeah. having been at beer festivals with you around the country, having traveled with you to various locations where there is uh, a near unlimited access to beer and alcohol. The the idea of being at Oktoberfest with you scares the shit out of me. You think? <laughs> I mean, it's not like when we drink German lagers, we get in trouble in Denver. Uh, 
<laughs> no, never. Yeah. That we're not it's eating not like salmon sandwiches in the back of an me. Uber. Yeah. Uh, trying to one eyeball it as the driver's looking at us, uh, looking at us, uh, all, all kinds of funny. Um, no, the trip came together. Uh, em and Don uh, did an episode of their podcast, the All About Beer podcast last year on Oktoberfest and started talking about, uh, hey, we should go. And uh, so they decided to go and then they they asked me and some some other folks and uh, it was, you know, like it was a proper like reporting writer uh, trip uh, with a, a stop off at the Hofbrau tent and the shore tent uh, in in Munich. And I, I know Justin put the picture up on uh, on 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 Facebook and everything, but um, uh, everybody should go once. Everybody should do it. It is. um it is a spectacle and it is a shit show, like unlike anything I've ever seen. Like, but like, now, there's just vomit everywhere. And it's essentially, it's, a, it's essentially, think about like Wildwood or Point Wildwood's a better seaside heights uh, yeah. of like the extreme carnival rides that they have. Those are like interspersed throughout the beer drinking tents. And it is amazing to me that there are people who are drinking liters of beer at a time who are then being spun around and upside down and, you know, that there's not just rains of vomit coming down. Like, it's just it, it, it is such a, a a study in contrasts of like, hey, it's fun for the family. Oh, look, there's a couple having sex on the hill over there. Like, you know, oh, we're going to win, you know, a little prize for for our kid over here. And there's a guy passed out in his own sick. Like, it's just it, it's it's bananas. Um, I, I love it. Um, So everybody. Should how, go. how does everybody it work when you're in. there? Like, are you just buying beers in these tents and otherwise just like, yeah. is it is it like a a ginormous version of what we'd call a fireman's fair here in New Jersey, where there's buy this many tickets for this many rides Buy this, you know, each beer is X and yeah. blah, 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 so, blah. So the beers were coming out to be about 16 bucks a piece um, for, for a, a liter. liter of a hell's. Yeah. Um, which is insane because you can walk into grocery stores there and there's like, you know, like 30 Euro cents and you can buy like a world-class Hellas, you know, or like a buck 50 um, so that the leaders are going for 16 bucks. I mean, it's, it's a huge cash grab. Um, but people don't seem to mind. Um, but yeah, well, but, so you, but that's fair, right? Every time yeah. you travel, like you travel to ski and you've never had a cheeseburger more expensive. You travel to Disney yeah. world and somehow they've picked the part of a turkey that should be stock and sold it to you for $22. You <laughs> I mean like, like destination Napkins travel are extra. forgives, yeah. forgives ridiculous. Like, like even Jersey people will lose more money in Vegas than Atlantic city. You know what I mean? Like it's just, sure. There's something about that's my travel budget and I'm not coming home with anything. God damn it. Do you know what um, I mean? Yeah, but no, you're, you, you get a table. Like we got table reservations. So we're just sitting at a table and servers come by and, you know, you're just ordering beers uh, as, as they empty and uh, listening to the bands and dancing and you, know, you can get a half a chicken. That's like their big thing is you get like a half roast chicken and um, you know, you start off all polite. Uh, you know, knives and forks and everything, and then by the end of it, it's just yeah. Now, shredding it apart I've with your hands and shoving it into your fist. Out, yeah. As I've seen these things laid out, um, it's just huge, huge, huge picnic tables end to end. Yeah, it's thousands of people in the tent. So we did the um, Hofbrau tent, which I think holds like ten thousand. 
Um, but it's just, and but it's, so you guys were a group of really seven. four or yeah. really six. Okay. So I know Don M. You. Who else is in this contingency? Brandon Hernandez of San Diego Beer News fame. Right on. Uh, and Master Cicerone and uh, ABV uh, Max Finance, uh, who works for Victory Six Point, et cetera, et cetera, who's uh, one of M's very dear and close friends. And then uh, uh, his wife and Brandon's wife. So it was a, okay. uh, so a yeah. big contingent. So when you guys sit down, are there just like seven spots anywhere mid table? And they're like, this is your area. Yeah. Or, all right. So there's not like our table. You're just shoulder to shoulder. Well, we had, yeah. So at the Hofbrau tent, we shared a table with some other folks. And then at the shore tent, uh, we had a full table to ourselves, which was nice. Because uh, nice. like Don knew a brewer from Alberta who was there with his wife, and you know we picked up various people um, in town along the way. So yeah, so we had our own table and everything. But I mean, it's very much just like table service the entire time, and it's you know it's great. But I mean, the the thing that I loved most about it was the bands. You know, you have these thirty piece oompa bands. Uh, where the brass gets really warm and they're just, you know, they're doing Sweet Caroline and they're doing like all of like the, oh, you know, the crowd hits and it just turns into like giant karaoke. And it's it's fun. Like it is. It's just unadulterated fun. So uh, so you want you, you know, I now that I've done it and Em and Don did really all of the planning for this or most of the planning for this trip. So now that I've done it, I know how to do it. So if you want to go. I'll go with you. I'm terrified at the idea of this. Um, yeah, no, that'll be. But fun. I too like to live dangerously. So, I, I'll, you know me, I like to. I like to. You know what'll happen is I'll, I'll get you involved in some kind of meditation retreat while we're over there because you're so ready for disaster. I'll be like, no, John, I'm here to drink the tea and sit. Um, speaking <laughs> of drinking the tea, what brings us together? I seal this beer is a can of conversation of beer. What it is, not what we thought it'd be. What it's doing, not what we're told it would do. To facilitate that, we drink blind out of black glasses. Uh, I am in a special situation where I am at the brewery and I've phoned uh -huh. in. So I am drinking out of aluminum foil wrapped can with a very faded number two on it out of a black tin camper's mug um, because that was what was opaque in here. So that's where I'm at. Now, if you guys listen to one of my solo episodes, I opened the wrong beer, um, beer one. So I believe this is beer two that would have been completely something else. And I believe John, Cass, and I have it blind. Yes? Yes. Yep. All right. So who wants to go first? Everybody's sick of hearing me. I had to do it alone two weeks in a row. I, I'm, I'm, I'm digging this. This is not something that I would normally go for um, as far as like a kettle soured lacto fruit berry thing um, when you like, say lacto you mean lactic right i don't lactic, think i'm sorry yes i'm sorry yes 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 uh lactic acid yeah uh like a quick kettle sour you know it's got that nice tartness to it a little bit of that graham cracker thing um but just this neat little i don't know like sugar berry thing um like sugared strawberry or raspberry not raspberry but like I don't know, like verging on the. You yeah, know how we always say we're going to write down whether it's cherries or raspberries that remind me of cinnamon. Had we no, I don't recall down. you ever saying that. Yeah. No, I say it all the time. 
Uh, had we written it down, we'd know which berry this is. But, yeah. But uh, um, you, but you you're getting cinnamon off of the graham yeah, cracker I can thing. See that. Well, so the graham yeah. cracker thing that you said is the cinnamon thing I get on these types of fruited sours. I don't think it's as lazy, or let's not call it lazy. I don't I, think it's I, as, I didn't call it lazy. No, I don't think it's as simple as you think it is, though. I think this is like so there's there's a so back when I started trying to translate acidity and beers to people like one on one, you talk about like, you know, you've got your apple lemon acidity, your lemon lemon acidity, your vinegar level acidity, your you know what I mean? Like yeah, like general rules of pH and things people understand and how far they are. This one feels like green apple acidic to me, not like anything further down. I get that. And and when lactic goes, it fucking goes, right? So it's almost like when lactic goes sour, it goes quickly like the change in ph with the lactic souring versus citric acid souring or various other sourings it it like the jump when you get to threshold levels is like extreme and this one feels to me like it's either sour and then back sweetened with whatever fruit juice was added or very delicately soured like somebody only took it so far i think it's i think it's i think there's some dignity to it but the fruit is really nice. It's not a blowout fruit thing. I think the fruit was probably fermented in the fermentation. Cass? I eat strawberries all day long. You know, whole whole kind of nail there. It's reminding me of like a freeze-dried, you know, almost strawberry. Like I'm eating astronaut food. Um, and it was really huh. acidic on the first sip, but it really started to mellow out the more I get into the can here. I broke my black glass the other day, so I'm, I'm straight uh-huh. drinking it out of the can. Um, oh, we gotta, part of we me, gotta... part of me feels like it's real, like a, a true sour beer, and not something that was a kettle sour. You know, obviously, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Reveal, but it feels, it feels very real to me. But there's also something that's also pulling me back and fucking with my mind that it, it could be just, just a well done, you know, kettle. But, right. um, um, awesome. yeah, the, the the thing that I like about this is this is one of those beers that I feel like. I'd get at a festival somewhere like a like a taste like you know if you were at like a little beers where they would have something like this you know obviously not at little beers but something like that where the word starts to get around of like hey I know you don't usually like dot 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 but you but should go really try, go yeah. try this this that's that's where this is sort of landing for me yeah I get that um so the yeah, slight vinegar thing- slight vinegar to it as well you know i don't know what that is it's not bad for me it's cidery um but so to to tie up what i just heard from Cass with what i'm experiencing um so i feel like it might be whole fruit and that may be what's connecting us to whatever it is right because that's i feel like when i've gotten that cinnamon gingerbread thing you're talking about john it's my suspicion is that there were pits in cherries or something, you know what I mean? Like stems on whatever. So I'm, that's my guess. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's lovely. I am definitely drinking this. This is a, this is a brunch beer, right? This is a before two or three, you're going to be doing a beer day and you want to start off on a, a safe footing to warm up. How's that sound? Uh, I dig it. Nice job. 
All right, let's keep sipping it. What and what what, what this is it? Male episode. This oh, is from... got so vinegary on me. Oh my god, my last sip was like burning acidity. God damn it! I should have kept drinking. <laughs> this is keep from... talking. I'm sorry. Oh, it's I'm from Grim. This is from Grim Ales in Brooklyn. It's a collaboration with Uishi, which is a indoor strawberry farm. Uh, the charge is like six or seven bucks per strawberry. <laughs> this is their Koyo Berry um uh refer let's see it's a fermented it's spontaneous sour ale made with Oishi's newest varietal Koyo Berry fermented and aged in oak barrels exclusively with wild yeast and bacteria from ambient environment 4% alcohol um yeah cool project it's fucking delicious yeah I dig no, it no, yeah and strawberry good call cast nice work buddy um yeah yep all right good job maybe the maybe the cinnamon is wood maybe the cinnamon is just you know wood barrel getting eaten by lactic acid anyway grim's back on to explain it so it's a we should we love them they're amazing all right so one beer episode uh that's the beer let's read some letters kennedy do you have letters yeah, we got a bunch of comments about, so last episode we talked about, we tried to ship uh, beer to Scott Frank from Double Clutch Brewing, and we got a note from UPS saying that the package had been delivered, had been damaged, and all of the merchandise had been destroyed. So it's the first time it ever happened in the history of shipping beer on the show. So we asked, how often does this happen? And apparently it happens pretty often. Um, we've got a lot of responses. I'm just going to read some of them here real quick. Uh, Niall says, yes, I've had that happen with the beer shipment and the beer shop was very helpful in making it right. I did start to question if the shipping company might do it on purpose to get some good beer. I don't think <laughs> knew what was in this one. Huh. Uh, Shane M says, sometimes they will deliver it, sometimes they will discard it. It's actually illegal to ship beer without a license using USPS. This was actually UPS, uh, whereas not whereas it's not the same on UPS and FedEx. Thanks, Narc. Uh, Narcs. Donald B. <laughs> Buzzkills. Yeah. Lauren, oh. how did you get a letter? <laughs> I've had it happen twice. The second the box leaks, they discard it. I'm guessing that's what happened here. The box leaked. Yep. Those, uh, those target bags are not as absorbent as Bounty. Right. Yeah. Uh, David M. says, uh, I haven't had it happen with the beer shipment, but I lost one bottle in a case of wine shipping from a winery in Napa. The fiber insert soaked up the full bottle, and there was no evidence on the outside of the box. Unbelievable. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Clearly I've not used enough. those inserts, though. I've, I've definitely gotten wine in those kind of, like, almost insulation level cardboard shaped setup that I imagine could hold a lot of liquid if, if they needed to. Yeah. Um, I bet they swell though. Um, all right. So it's not just us. Um, it it has no real insights though, except for the leaks. This is a good one though. Matt W says I've had two boxes break in transit, one coming and one going, all the beer was destroyed. And I got a letter saying, don't do that again. Uh, while the other one got <laughs> the other one got repacked and made it the rest of the way, so the company actually repackaged it and shipped it on. Um, 
and then I had one box go missing entirely. Oh, wow. that's a somebody. Yeah, somebody drank that yeah. shit. So I had recently um, uh, some beer sent to me by a PR firm that's representing, uh, um, I don't know, some brewery in Texas. And uh, the box shows up at the house and the box is mangled like 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 nobody's business and it's super heavy. Um, so I get it onto the table and I open it up and inside are cartridges for a BB gun. Like what, what you would load, like yeah. So for like an AR style, so like compressed CO two or whatever. No, it's but it wasn't. It it's just the metal Hulk, uh, like a hunk hunk of metal, uh, okay. as opposed to. So it wasn't the CO two cartridges. It wasn't um, anything. They're just you know like pieces of metal that that you I guess load the ammo into. Uh, it's like a cartridge, right? Um, and or a magazine, I guess, is 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 probably the, the 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 more correct. I'm not up on my gunsmithing these days. Um, and there's like seven or eight of them in this box. So I called the PR company. I was like, "What what the hell is this? Like like why why are you sending me weapons?" Um, and as best they can tell, uh, somebody at FedEx, uh, you know, or somewhere along the way, uh, took the beer out and put something equally heavy in. Uh, and that's what got delivered to me. Oh, that's well, <laughs> that's the first that's the first time that that's ever happened to me. I used that's to have pirates in Jersey City. What? I mean, I remember one morning I was walking Pepper at like 5 a.m. And, you know, I, I'm three blocks away from the apartment. And, you know, it wasn't uncommon to see beer cans or bottles and stuff on on the ground in Jersey City uh, of that time. Uh, but I noticed like that it was like a really nice IPA. I was like, wow, these folks have like really good taste. <laughs> and then it's like 5 a.m. And then it dawned on me. It's like, oh, that was probably on my porch. Like, because yeah, these people do not distribute. Yeah, these people do not distribute here. This beer is not usually available. Um, so, you know, people right, had so a good John, time. Let that. me ask you a next question. Okay. On this trip, it was. X number of days in Munich and X number of days in Bamberg. Yes. Is that like the de rigueur version of planning this trip or was it just because it was you and Don and you guys really wanted to go to Schlenker? Uh, I think everybody wanted to go to, to see Schlenker. Well, the um, thing is, would that be a normal trip? What was the travel between like? Did it affect flights home? Like, so we flew. So we flew weird that you went to the Oktoberfest for almost as many days as you went to Bamberg. Yeah, we went to. So we flew into Frankfurt and took the train, which was maybe about two hours into Bamberg, like right into Bamberg. And we stayed at Spezial, the brewery there, because they have guest rooms upstairs, which was delightful. Whoa. Yeah, it was very, very nice. Um, and then we spent a couple of days banging around Bomberg. I think they have like 10 breweries in the city, uh, and we hit all of them, uh, or a, a couple of people in the, in the group did. I, I missed one, um, because I went to another brewery on the outside of town with, uh, um, uh, with Rob, who's a, actually a listener, uh, to the show and who was kind enough to, uh, he's got a brewery out in, in, in Franconia and he picked up me and Don, uh, after we toured Casper uh, Schultz, the the brewing manufacturer, which was pretty awesome, and then we went to um, uh, a a brewery. I don't know, maybe twenty minutes outside of town, and sat on a hill and you know smelled real Britannomyces in the air, kind of thing. Um, wow! 
by way of horse blanket. And um, yeah. And then, uh, yeah. And then we just banged around to a couple more places. And then uh, uh, we took the train to Munich, which again was maybe about two hours thereabouts. And then we flew home from Munich. So into Frankfurt out of Munich. But yeah, Bomberg was just sort of like not tacked on, but it was, well, if we're going this far, of Might course as we're well. going to go. Now, and, next yeah. question. You, you said you went to, you went to nine different Bomberg breweries and they all make what we'd identify as smoked beers, right? Not necessarily. No, um, okay. I so think... how many do? Because I know a lot. I know it's, it's their local, you know, tradition. Yeah. I, uh, I want to say probably 60% had one on. Okay. So as five. I'm thinking about it, yeah, five of them, five. So more or less. Well, yeah. we talked to the most interesting thing since you've, since you've created the, the brand of this week in Rauchbier and we've become so involved in these conversations. It's a, it's a one movement. of the episodes, yeah. one of the episodes when you weren't here was supposed to be about all kinds of things that it just ended up being about smoked beer. But one of the things I know, that I'm was, sorry to have missed that. Yeah. One of the things that was explained to us when we had what's his name from Sri Lanka on Matthias, is that yeah. he thinks because they do their drying over a smoky heat source and not fully kiln and malt their barley and then smoke said finished malted barley, he thinks there's just a basic different difference to his versus every other now we can definitely say that with a bottle from a store here next to anybody's local but sitting there local straight over do you get a specific uniqueness to that beer versus the other smoked beers of the area yeah and i think it's more pronounced um so we got to see the oven where they you know light the wood and uh, we got to see, you know, the various woods that he has, uh, you know, they, they have that cherry, uh, that cherry uh, wood out now. Um, yeah. And I think that the smokiness is much more pronounced and lands a bit harder in the Schlankele beers, whereas like Spezial, where we stayed, which is, I think, the other you know, fairly well-known smoked brewery uh, in town is a little more rounded. It's a little softer. Um, it's just a little bit more elegant, uh, in, 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 in the glass. Um, but we went to Vyraman to the, to the malting facility there. Um, and they were not doing Rauk malt that day. They do it to order when it comes through. So they're not just having, uh, you know, smoked malt sitting around, but we did, you know, we got to see their, their other, uh, the other malting in process, but, um, they had a Rauk beer on tap that um was like a, a huge phenolic smack um in a delightful yeah. way um you know it, well, it's a delightful way for you oh yeah you know or anybody who cares about rock <laughs> beer so yeah no it's um so everybody has like their own sort of take on it um and there's all these you know if you talk to folks in town it's uh you know which rauk beer do they like better and it usually comes down to uh spezial or schlankola and i think it just comes down to you know personal personal so it's taste like guinness or preference. murphy's on the west coast of ireland that's fair yeah got it cool well that's yeah, all man. awesome thanks for bringing us all this news kennedy do you have another letter or is that clean us up um, I don't have another letter. Sorry, I'm just All looking. Right. So, Cass, tell them how to send us money. 
Yes, Patreons. Thank you so much for all that you do. Whether our beers explode, get lost, doesn't matter. Those pennies, <laughs> ducats go a long way. We love you for it. Kinda, if you'd like matters. to if you'd like to contribute to our, our good cause here of, of good beer drinking, that is patreon.com slash steal this beer. Write us letters, but trials and tribulations. Uh that's steal this beer podcast. Gmail.com. Uh, see what we're drinking on on tap. I have picked that back up, um, even if I have to delete things that Augie's not drinking in order. Hey, I mean, it said one. Twitter, 10 Facebook, in the morning. <laughs> Instagram, steal this beer. Follow us there, you know, um, and see what we're posting when we post it. Very you guys have been really on top of your social media game lately with all of that. Hey, do we still send out a newsletter? Do we still have a newsletter? Uh, we have the template. We need to we need to uh, fire that up again. A template, Justin, you you out millennial yourself every episode. Anyway. Um, <laughs> and uh, hey, we should also point out: is our merch, uh, our shop page, is that still working on the website as well? Because I got a basement full of steal this beer stuff, like including T-shirts and glasses. Well, it sounds like you got to save one glass for Cass now. For Cass, yeah. Next time the you're holidays, coming through, Cass. The holidays are coming up. Well, Don't I didn't worry, break Cass. Yeah, glass. Treat that, you an employee that glass, that glass is in a box somewhere, safe and sound. Don't worry, Cass. We'll give you an employee discount. Yeah, no. treat your treat treat yourself, uh, listeners. Free free shipping. <laughs> Free, free shipping. shipping wow wait 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 whoa, whoa. Wait, 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 you gotta wait, have wait, that wait, 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 yeah, kennedy yeah. you can't just say that out there free, yeah free, free delivery free, de- free delivery on a one-speed bike as long as you're in brooklyn well he's gotta go all right y'all we appreciate oh, you listening thanks for coming on hall i'm sorry you left me behind but it really does sound like you had a nice trip so good for you uh, uh welcome it, home though i did miss we'll, you we'll call it we'll call it the uh the research trip for our uh, for our grand adventure. All right, y'all, get at us. Cheers. Cheers.